Hello, and welcome back to the Galdercast. Background audio for this episode is brought to you by Sirenscape, a great source for amazing atmosphere and music. You can check them out at sirenscape.com. Music comes from Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com and Darren Curtis at DarrenCurtisMusic.com. Licensed under Creative Commons Attributions Licenses 3.0 and 4.0 respectively. Additional music from Arcane Anthems. You can support them at Patreon.com slash Arcane Anthems. Now, on to today's episode of Galdercast. Quick announcement. Due to an unfortunate technical error of your lovely dungeon masters, me, own fault, the beginning of this episode was not recorded. For a brief summary of the missed events, the group began their night's rest with Axel and Sigmund taking the first watch. The two conversed by firelight for some time with Axel inquiring about Sigmund's strange mechanical insect, which turned out to be a skill he had picked up in his past with older companions. Also revealing that he had since been retired as a carpenter, but has recently set back out onto the road due to some whispers of an old acquaintance. In turn, Sigmund inquired about Axel's unique blade, apparently a weapon once found by the two brothers, and which Axel took to wield due to his stronger physique. Axel then agreed to allow Sigmund a closer look at the blade upon his request. A silent watch followed, where amongst the flames of their campfire, Axel saw the form of a fiendish woman who spoke in his mind, commending him on a job well done for her, regardless of whether or not he realized he had succeeded. Demanding what she wished of him and his brother next, the woman simply said he would find what she wanted if he stayed with the group, and promised him more rewards if he did as she asked. Disappearing into the flames, she left Axel to the remainder of his watch. And, now back to our recording. So, as of now we're recording, I will record what happened, or recap what happened before then. So, you guys go on with the rest of your watch, relatively uneventful. Uh, Axel a little perturbed for the rest of the duration. And as you <clears throat> feel the nearing of the hours, who are you going to wake up next? I'll wake up, smiley. Crisis. Morning, little buddy. Ugh. Yeah, I guess it's us again. My, like, extra eyelids slide off. The <laughs> nicktating. Love it. Alright. Well, I guess I'll get settled at the campfire and just... Yeah, I'll uh, climb up on a tree, try to make sure I have a decent vantage point. Okay, both of you make perception checks. Hell yeah. With my mighty elven eyes. Oh. My deco uh, eyes uh, see a oh. 13. <laughs> oh, no! Double 13. Both our eyes see a 13. <laughs> my mighty elven eyes, and I just hit myself in the face with a branch. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> so. <clears throat> Look at that. Uh, what if you all see? Leaves! <laughs> <laughs> so ye crisis settles down somewhat close to the fire keeping warm but keeping away from drying out his eyes mm -hmm. and smiley climbs up a tree a little distance uh, setting on a branch about eight feet up you keep your eye out and 
nothing too interesting passes. The toads uh, from the beginning of your watch slowly quiet down as the night grows longer. You can hear the quiet babbling of the river a little ways off into the distance through the quiet of the forest. As usual, a little breeze picks up and you can hear the rustling of leaves as a few fall down in the in the late summer. <clears throat> the, Is there still... any lightning bugs? Mm, not that you can see. Are you gonna... I know what you're gonna do. <laughs> you're gonna try to see if your cheeks can glow, right? <laughs> they can totally glow. <clears throat> and you watch those, the fire casts dancing lights across the treetops. The smoke a few times blowing into Smiley's face. And unable to move away, stuck in the tree. <laughs> oh. <laughs> This is what happens when you try to be edgy. <laughs> so, is there anything uh, you two would like to do during your watch? I'm going to shoot the breeze for a bit. I don't think there's all that much to do. Not. I guess not. I just kind of look at Smiley up in the tree and I go, ha! And I just kind of laugh to myself. I mean, at least I'm not smoking my own tongue. I mean, <laughs> so your watch goes on uh, uneventful you do hear um, the baying of a wolf far off in the distance somewhere a little southwards towards the Mythia border and some distant mountain ranges what does that sound like it is? Quite a ways away. You're getting the the okay, very so not, tail end of it. Not not close enough to be concerned about. Not at all. Sounds good. And nearing the tail end of your watch, uh, your cap your camp brightens up just a little bit as the the moon not full, uh, starting to to wax now. <clears throat> or starting to wane, sorry, uh, breaks through some clouds that had been overhead, uh, illuminating your campsite just a little bit more. And you can now wake up the last member of the group to take watch. I just... I Woo! Right I just kind of stare at him. <laughs> That's it. Eh, fair enough. My stare will wake him up. <laughs> what what is um what is Finn's passive perception? Smiley like stands over his head and does the question. The, uh, I don't have a I don't have an Finn's input. passive perception is twelve. <laughs> he doesn't notice shit. Wait, before 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 this happens, Smiley needs to like get right up in his face oh, and no. just, like do the do the awkward tension octopus thing. And he's like, Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Are you making those noises? Absolutely. Finn's <laughs> just right. so like, whoa, whoa, what? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? You Why dart not? up to see Smiley being weird, look down and look to the other side, and just see Crisis eye level with you, staring unblinkingly. <laughs> Do you want an honest answer as to why? 
Honest, I, I don't think I do. I. All right. Then, uh, we, then it's because we decided this was the most efficient way to wake you up. Yeah. That's that's definitely the reason. <laughs> yep. Right. Cool. Fuck. The honest reason was to fuck with you. <laughs> God damn it. I know you said you didn't want to hear it, but I decided otherwise. <laughs> Finn just gets up and goes to like take a wash, and he's just like, I'm never going to fucking sleep again. Holy shit. <laughs> I mean, if that's all it takes, then you have some issues. <laughs> Yikes. Alright. So, Finn, you take up watch, roll perception. Yeah. And it's a six. Perception, uh, 14. Oh, okay. Oh, wait. <clears> I'm dumb. Your... Hang <laughs> on, I, I fucking... I did got you, mixed did, up. Did you roll <laughs> uh, Is that what happened? I, yeah, yeah, I rolled an actual dice, <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> you see, it's totally yeah. 14. <laughs> Seven. Woo! Oh, wow. Lawrence. Oh, what an uh, upgrade. <laughs> Alright, so... Literally half. <laughs> Finn, you stand up, leave your tent, and go to sit by the fire. The night has gotten a little cold now that the sun's been down for a while. So you sit a little closer and warm yourself uh, to the flame, tossing a few... Uh, few sticks and logs that you've had to the side in building it up and you just stare into the fire is there anything you would like to do I will take out my uh, my crystal mm-hmm I'm just going to look at it and go, what the fuck are we doing? At least he didn't say wiener. <laughs> Not sure how that was an option, but okay. It, it's always an option. So, True. as you bring out your crystal and speak into it, you can see the <clears throat> semi-translucence of it or through it you can see the fire dancing casting strange angular light through the crystal itself and you watch as a shadowed uh, sliver forms in the center of your crystal and it slowly shifts and spins and reforms and you see this female form with Leathery wings tucked behind it, two short curling horns, and wearing these uh, tattered and torn uh, clothings. <clears throat> and it just kind of stares at you for a moment. And then a thin smile forms on its lips as you hear a voice in your head go, You've done exactly as I've asked. You have returned an artifact to me. And for this, you will be rewarded handsomely. 
uh, right? What artifact? And 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 Finn's just like racking his brain. He's like, "What did we? What did we bring? What did we? Wait, did we leave something there? What the fuck?" He's just like mumbling to himself, trying to figure it out. You hear a soft chuckle, and she goes, <laughs> "Oh, you brothers are so alike. It's a little amusing sometimes." Not all artifacts of war are physical or items. You have returned what I wanted. And I will deal with it as I see appropriate. And then it's like... He, it like clicks in his head. He's like, ah, fuck the demon. Right. Indeed. A r old relic of war... That did not find its way back home. Sometimes the mortals can be clever. But alas, you have done what I wanted. Uh, As I'm sure you will continue to do. Right. You know, this is completely out of character, but um, you would think that someone's patron could afford clothing. <laughs> Yeah, you try living in a place that's constantly on fire. She was born and raised there. She can probably figure it out. <laughs> Look, I'm all the aesthetic. As her... Bomb brand. I mean, yeah, if it's the aesthetic, that's one thing. I'm just saying, like, if you're immune to cancer, you can wear asbestos clothing. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> as her form, like, fades from the crystal... Finn just goes, well, that was informative. Shit. <laughs> and he kind of just, like, puts his face in his hands and you sighs. You hear another soft chuckle in her voice, and you feel a slight numbing sensation take you over. And as it leaves, you feel that there might be a few things that you can do that you weren't able to do before. Interesting. Okay. So she's your devil sugar mama. Hell yeah. Aren't all patrons. I, w I mean, I wasn't saying that was a bad thing. Never a bad thing to have a sugar mama. The archfey. For the archfey, it would be more like a, like a really shitty uncle. Jesus. You know, he like shows he shows up like once a decade and is like, ah, here's 20 bucks. Fuck off. <laughs> so I have a lot of trauma about Parent, parent, parental figures. <laughs> That's some does weird that make, uncle. Does that make, make the great old one a pimp? Uh, I, yes. I, I'd say he's a rich dad that you never see. <laughs> so oh. yeah, I, maybe. like it, like you know, like you know, Earthbounds, how Ness never sees his dad, but he just gives him money all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's basically a uh, oh, great, great old one. Daddy's money kind of shit. I didn't you know, know Earthbound was a Pokemon game. <laughs> yeah. Dad, why won't you love me? You only see your dad when you gotta fight him at the gym. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, Dad, I'm sorry. I know I'm ten years old and all, but I'm going to kick your ass now. Proceeds to wipe the floor with him. I always overlevel for the Norman fight. All right, so, <clears throat> Finn, you sit a little numb for the rest of your watch, and the 
moon slowly disappears back behind clouds. And soon enough, you begin to see the slow blue to golden rise of dawn. And one by one, the rest of the group slowly wakes up. You are now awake, and the day is yours. How's our injured nerd? Well, <clears throat> He's still sleeping, but he seems to be sleeping well. Muffin, get going. Well, at least he's alive. Axel's gonna walk up to the tent. And he's gonna put a hand on um, the the cargo, we'll call him. And <laughs> 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 he'll, he'll go, uh, morning sunshine, I think it's time for us to get going. <clears throat> you see him slowly rouse, stretch. Oh, 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 right. Sorry. Oh, I must have slept quite well. Yes, of course. Still a bit sore in the abdomen, but I'm sure that shouldn't slow yep. me down. <clears throat> he gets up and he begins gathering uh, whatever belongings are still unpacked in his tent and begins tearing down his site. I'm gonna help him tear things down. Yep. Freaking move on here. Yep. I'm gonna help. So it's coming after us. Yeah, I'm gonna start packing up some stuff as well. Alright. So, together you all begin to tear down camp. And, easily enough, you take it down in even 45 minutes or less would be a stretch. Uh, you are now carrying a few extra tents and such. Good. But, simple enough, you, even still early in the morning, you are able to set back out on the road, <clears throat> so to speak, and begin traveling your way back to <clears throat> the road. Who is going to be leading the route? Um. Oh boy. I guess I'll leave. All right. Make Unless we a... want to put meat on the front. Um. Would that be a survival? Yes. Yeah, that's that's why I'm saying we. I think you and I both. Have, I think you and I, between the two of us, have the highest survival of the group. Yeah. All right. Can we lead together? Yes. Both like of us team effort. Survival. Hell yeah. I'll tell you what. Um, one of us should be bringing up the rear. To keep an eye on things behind us. Ooh. Actually, uh, Crisis already gets advantage in favored terrain. Oh yeah. So oh, your yeah. your choice, front or back. Um, I'll go in the back. All right, I'll take the front. They like they also have the highest perception in the group, besides uh, besides maybe Sigmund. Sigmund's only got a plus three. Then I almost certainly have the highest. Okay, so I rolled survival, and that's a, a fresh 23. Okay, and, uh, Sean, do you want a, uh, do you want a survival or a perception out of it? Um, you're bringing up the rear? 
No, I'm in front. I'm Survival. in the rear. Okay. Beep. Did I do it? Oh, there it is. Oh. Oh. I'm so <laughs> As a nat one. Yikes. <laughs> well, four or five at the very least. Not that bad. Yeah. So. <clears throat> um, I'm, I'm gonna get all. I'm gonna get all the ones out of the way on the things that, uh, <sighs> that automatically kill me. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> so, uh, with the researcher and the rest of your companions uh, relatively between uh, Smiley and Crisis, you both begin to guide the group back through the forest. Uh, Smiley having a little bit more trouble than Crisis does, uh, with Crisis kind of redirecting the group a few times in the right direction. <laughs> like, no, 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 the other side. However... This only lasts for about two hours until you get back to the main road. After which it's... Well, the main road. The smaller trail that leads back to the main road. After which it is smooth walking. <clears throat> and after another little uh, amount of time, another couple of hours, you crest back onto the main road you came down uh, just two days before. And begin walking back up northwards towards Luznik. <clears throat> You have a very nice day ahead of you. It's relatively warm, but not swelteringly so. Uh, the sun is now shining above you as you are hitting into uh, late morning. <clears throat> uh, you have a pretty peaceful walk on the way back. And as you get a little past noon and early afternoon, you can begin to hear some of the town sounds people milling about in the, sh the general din of the town, and soon you can see some of the uh, the houses and buildings built inside the uh, south forest uh, portion of the town, and you walk right back in. Are you going uh, back to the inn first, or where would you like to go? Uh, let's go back to our uh, employer first. Yeah, let's yeah. get Get this business out of the way. Bring the nerd. We're free to do as we please. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Leave the car. Bring the nerd. <laughs> <laughs> Leave the gun. Take the <laughs> Alright. So, you head your way back over to the Boar Bark Tavern. <clears throat> uh, less than ten minutes later, you are uh, crossing back into the uh, north portion of the town across the river head into the Borbark Tavern where you see as per usual the tavern keeper cleaning a single mug with a dirty rag to infinity <clears throat> I, I I bet it's the same mug oh it is of indeed course. the same mug it is the exact same mug he is beyond not doing anything um, like it's 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 not even that he doesn't have. <laughs> I mean, he I has the mugs. He's just not <laughs> cleaning yeah, yeah. all those ones. This is he just wants one to mug. Look busy. Yeah, pretty much. If you have time to clean, you have time to clean. <laughs> so you can see there's a few patrons in, uh, either lunch or day drinking. And at the same table that you previously see met him is uh, Durzna, your thick, hairy-armed, uh, and somewhat stout 
human contact with Sir Zed. Uh, he is writing a little bit with uh, a quill and some parchment, uh, making what seems to be calculations in his head and generally just penning away. Uh, you walk up to him and <clears throat> he notices you approaching, puts down the quill, moves his stack of parchment to the side and goes, Well, it seems that you have uh, succeeded and quite quickly, I might add. Uh, yeah. I'm he, looks, he, he looks around you for a second and goes, hmm, Well, I only see one of the researchers has actually uh, returned. May I and ask what exactly you all found? Yeah, well, that was sure. great. Um, I have a question for you there, buddy. Um, of course. Have you ever heard of a thing called hazard pay? Of course, as was detailed in your, your original contract when you took it up. Mm-hmm. Next time we're gonna need to uh, we're gonna need to bump up the rate. We faced some serious issues on this on this what should have been a simple retrieval mission. Demons. We weren't ready for demons or devils. Well, it's, we're ready. Clearly, we're here, so we were ready. It's more that um, we weren't anticipating something that could have literally eaten our faces had we not been careful. And which did eat the faces of your research team. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> he just sits there somewhat not blank faced but relatively expressionless just listening to you <clears throat> puts his hands together together on the table and uh, slowly speaks up and just says well we had hired you because we knew you could take care of yourselves and your reputations had preceded you as individuals and as a group. We were sure that you would overcome whatever situations and threats may arise in the unfortunate uh, circumstances that apparently happened. <clears throat> we, of course, hoped that the research team had just gotten lost or... what? Oh, uh, they got lost, all right. Uh, there is nothing. In their own special way. I'll be there for a moment. Our capabilities were Say never they got lost in the sauce. Our, our issue is <laughs> time with the with the mission. It's not that we had a it's not that we had difficulty recovering the last researcher here, or even that we came particularly close to dying. The issue is that I suspect that you and Lord Zed both had more knowledge of what was going on in those rooms than you wanted to admit, and as a result, we were led to believe it would be a great deal than it actually was. Um, we're happy to keep working for you, of course, but from here on in, we need to be kept more in the loop. Well, um, as I initially told you, this was a very fresh research endeavor. We merely just did not know what happened to our research and, and worried, seeing as we actually had no information. This was the first expedition we had ever sent to these ruins in particular. Well, then it... Simon would like to insight that. Yeah, everything. Go ahead. Roll insight. Like to insight check that as well. <clears throat> 21 insight check. On my part. Two natural 20s, my friend. Hey. Oof. You're gods. <laughs> oh, uh, it, was a, it was a five. Sorry. I clicked it twice. Okay. So, Axel, 
No, this guy seems straight. Oh, all right. Hard to read, and honestly, you don't see much reason to doubt. Both uh, Smiley and Sigmund, he's telling the truth, but you can... There's something not right about it. It seems that there was not information that was not given, but there was an inkling as to what may have been there. He's, yeah. he's telling half-truths. Okay, I'm, I'm going to gently confront him about that. Mm. There is nothing. I appreciate you're in a difficult situation here, and I realize that Lord Zed doesn't want to... Uh, doesn't want to stir up rumors for nothing. However, I do know that he is smart enough to let you know when he has the idea that something could go south. Again, we're more than happy to keep working for you, but in order to make sure... Maybe if we'd gotten there a day earlier, we could have saved more researchers. If we had known that there was a possibility of this happening, we would have hurried. As it is, you said we came back very quickly. Maybe we could have done more had we known it was necessary. <clears throat> it's it's just... We're trying to do the best job we can here, and we are much more able to do so the more information we have, even if that information will lead to us being overprepared. I would much rather be vastly overprepared than underprepared. And as as I said... A, oh, please, continue. by all means. As I said in our first meeting, I would like to know most and all of the situation at hand, including speculation, rumor, and other things that might yeah, you might deem insignificant, but that might prove beneficial to our needs. Exactly. <clears throat> Both of you roll for persuasion. Twenty-two. Okay. <clears throat> he leans back a little bit. His hands still clasped together on the table. Well, so it would seem, yes, uh, Sir Zed did have some theories that there may be some danger lurking within. He has some uh, particular interests in terms of some, <clears throat> shall we put it, war history over the past century. Mm -hmm. And we had suspected this ruin to be, well, one of many leftover relics of the war. <clears throat> we were never certain, of course. Just a theory. And, well, speculation never really helps with uh, getting the skill and talent needed for certain jobs. So yes, we withheld some information, but it was all in the interest of, well, saving our researchers should they need to be saved, and ensuring their well-being overall. Okay, well, Durzna, let me assure you that from here on in, you're better off, significantly better off, keeping us abreast of everything, especially if we're going to be kept off the team. Uh, if, if that's... if you're going to keep hiring us, then we're, we're going to essentially be your own private security force. Uh, there, there's no sense in depriving us of a potential tactical advantage. And 
I speak for myself in this case, but I'm sure the others may agree to some degree at least. I'm not opposed to taking a lower payment than originally agreed upon if the mission is simpler than expected. I mean, ideally, I'd be paid more in any case, but such is life. I have no interest in, in, in depriving my employer of extra money. Oh, if I'm but. told I may have to kill a giant and I just have to walk three miles. No. <laughs> Crisis being the most obvious exception. He likes Chinese. Yeah. I'm not interested in cheating an employer out of anything. I'm interested in work. And I'm, in, and I'm interested in being well compensated for said work. But to do that and to make sure I can work more often, I need to know that I'm going to survive each job. Um, Sigmund pulls out the book, the, the notebook that he took down the, uh, the extra uh, notes in. Puts it on the table and and uh, folds his hands over it and he looks Durzen in the eye and he says, The last time I was in the field like this, my company ran into some foul and terrifying creatures. We were told that it would be a simple job, but as a result, I lost one of my best friends. So when I say I want to hear all the information, speculation, rumor, and anything else surrounding the mission, please indulge me. I don't want to lose either this team or any team we're sent after again. Additionally, as you and Lord Seth both know, I personally had family in the previous war who died specifically because they weren't given all the information they could have had because they had to compensate for someone else's tactical error. I would much rather not die the same <clears throat> Of course, I completely understand exactly what you are saying. I am merely <clears throat> expressing reasoning. Oh, of course. Aside from that, <clears throat> you will be, of course, well compensated for this particular task. And if you don't mind, at least a... <clears throat> and you picks up the book that you've put down. Reading I unfold of my your... hands over it. <clears throat> he stops and just puts his no, hand I, down. No, uh, Sigmund takes his hands off the book and slides it over. Oh, okay. He takes it. Doesn't open it, just looks at it and says, At least a uh, reading of your findings. I would be happy to give this back to you should you wish. I'm sure Sir Zed will be more than pleased with whatever findings you have had. And then looks towards the, uh, the researcher who's been very meekly and sheepishly standing behind you all. <clears throat> and he says, Along with any other research and findings that the research team may have. I only wish we could have given you more. We tried to recover what we could. Oh, but of course, I have no doubt in your efforts or intentions. <clears throat> and you will be, of course, handsomely rewarded. <clears throat> and at that, he pulls out a pouch 
and sets it on the table. <clears throat> Sigmund grabs it and attaches it to his belt. Just make sure the jobs keep coming in. Happy Thursday. I apologize for my aggression. I, well, as you can imagine, I'm not a, not a huge fan of going face-to-face -face with me. I want to express that I think you and I and the rest of us could become good comrades at some point in the near future. My issue is and will nearly never be with you. I realize that we share an employer, and most often any complaints should be directed toward him. And if something serious were to arise, I hope you'll be willing to pass on my particular displeasure. If, again, it arises. <clears throat> he calmly just I'm assuming takes in that what you're saying. Durzna knows who I am at this point, even though nobody else does. Um, <clears throat> Has some faint inkling, at least. You're not too sure? No? Okay. You, you do have your own reputation outside of your family, so... You have no real idea if he knows who you are. He could have found you off of uh, your own Craig's family list. reputation, or he could have just found you off of your own merits. <clears throat> Fair enough. I'm not too sure. He's a pretty hard person to read. Fair. <clears throat> to be fair, I would like to think that uh, Smiley is too, most of the time. And um, <clears throat> he just sits there for a moment <clears throat> and then pulls out a... Uh, a second pouch from a satchel that he has sitting next to him and says well seeing as <clears throat> you have encountered uh, what you seem to say is your fair amount of difficulty and danger on this task and as the research team has um, unfortunately dwindled yet the research has still been done I am more than willing and prepared to offer you the remainder of the research fund <clears throat> for your efforts. Wow. Really? I knew we were going to be good friends, Durza. I appreciate that. And he, he counts out a few a few gold. <clears throat> uh, puts it in a, a, a small pouch put aside and to give to the other researcher and then hands you the rest of that pouch. <clears throat> And goes on the belt with the other pouch. Yep. <clears throat> and as you put it away, he says, <clears throat> Well, if that helps our future agreements, endeavors, and potential employment, <clears throat> if you would it like to uh, perhaps take some leisure in the town, I may have another job for you shortly. I do wish to talk with... Uh, our esteemed researcher here to know what has happened with him and his team. But perhaps if you are feeling so inclined, uh, meet me back here, let's say this evening around dusk in the tavern. You'll find me amenable to that. Mm-hmm. Quite fine. Well then, if you don't mind, I'll have a pint with this gentleman here and chat some bit about what he has found and you are welcome to stay inside the town as you'd like 
do so. And uh, don't be too hard on him. He faced things that most people couldn't even imagine. Oh, not at all. I merely wished to pick his brains, as it were. <laughs> Hopefully not literally. And with that, I take my leave. <laughs> Alright. Segment gets up and leaves. Yep. Oh. Got all. Uh, uh, Axel leaves with Finn, just talking to each other quietly behind the rest of the group. Okay, so, for the remainder of the afternoon, the town is yours. Is there anything you guys would like to do? Uh, can I just quickly ask, because I think I froze, how much money did we each get from this uh, excursion? I haven't counted it yet. So, uh, yeah, I <clears throat> the... I, I, I pull out the pouches and I start doing... Uh, actually, do we have rooms? You have not acquired any, no. Uh, Sigmund goes and gets a room. Okay. Um, I believe, if I'm not wrong, the payment for this contract was 50 gold total. We were, uh, we were given that as the, as an advance. We have yeah, that was the advance. Yes, and then there was an extra 50 after. Okay. Right. Okay. Plus whatever there is for the, uh, yeah. the And the rest of the research fund comes out to uh, 30 gold. Solid. So I, uh, I grab a room, and uh, in the room I distribute uh, I distribute the 80 gold evenly. So that is... Sixteen gold each. Yeah. Woo! How much? Sixteen gold. Yep. Awesome. Nice. Solid. All right. Um. No. Hey. is going to uh draft a letter to his father. Okay. Basically just uh, suggesting he look in on Sir Zed and see what is see what he's up to. <clears throat> okay. Uh Axel's gonna pay go pay for a room of his own. Yep. For him and, and his brother. Yep. The rooms cost only two silver. Two silver? Okay. Yep. Uh, Sigmund is going to uh, walk the town, actually. Okay. Signs of uh, his mercenary, his old mercenary company. See if they've been in the area or what where they've been recently. Okay. Um, roll investigation. 
17. Okay, so you you go by some of the old spots that the, the company used to hit up and either make dealings with or uh, gather provisions. Uh, you don't hear too much uh, until you get to uh, one of the the provision suppliers uh, that that specifically like gives re uh, road rations and such, and you learn that the company did briefly pass through uh, rather small numbers uh, than what it used to be, well, from their own hearing, anyways, mm -hmm. and uh, it was at least uh, five months prior since they had last passed through. Does he know what direction? Do you know what the direction? They're... Uh, yeah, they had been uh, going southward into Mythia. Mythia, okay. With that, he goes back to his room. Okay. Oh, uh, actually, he's gonna go see Axel. Okay. Um, Smiley, gonna putter around looking for an arbor. Okay. Crisis um, is gonna follow Smiley. Okay. Uh, smiley, roll investigation. Twenty-one. Okay. Um, you do not find an armor. You do find the town blacksmith, however. Um, pretty tall, uh, sinewy, lanky man. Uh, somewhat stringy hair. <clears throat> you find him uh, hammering away a few horseshoes on an anvil and. As you approach, he looks up. Hey there, I what can I help you with? <clears throat> uh, I was hoping you might be able to tell me where I could find some leather armor. Mm, leather armor. Well, eh, I don't have any on hand for the moment, but I could potentially uh, cure you some. It might take a little while, though. Well, you see, I, I'm, I've already got some. I've already got a fine set of leather armor, but I was hoping perhaps someone could either add studs to it, or I could buy a set of studs armor. Um, I do want to trade in my, uh, my, my leather armor, my regular leather armor for it, but, um, it would, I'm afraid it would have to be a bit of a rush job. Um, he, he walks over and kind of just looks your armor over a little, turning, doing a bit of a half turn around you. Hmm, well, I could potentially add some studs, but it would take a couple of days. <clears throat> Stud work's a bit of a slow process. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Uh, as for any on hand, I don't really have any. Any leather armor I make is to commission. Fair enough. Well, if uh, how much money down would you like to make a set of studded leather from scratch? <clears throat> he does some slow calculations in his head as I look into my book. <laughs> studded leather usually runs a 45 GP. I just looked yeah. up. <clears throat> Studded leather is 45. Yeah, that's what I'm looking for. Yeah. Well, uh, I could make you some for around 45 gold, but it would take a full leather set at least a week and a half. That'll be all right. What I'll have, we'll do in the meantime. I'll, uh, how does uh, 10 gold down sound as a retainer? Sounds fine to me. Perfect. <clears throat> the, rest, uh, the rest will be given to you on delivery. Perfect. I'll have uh, I'll have some hunters go out and find me some leather. Excellent. Thank you very much. What was your name, by the way? <clears throat> oh. Uh, me, I'm Beller. Beller? 
Lovely to meet you, Bella. They call me Smiley. I'll see you in a week and a half. And I hand over the 10 volt. Much obliged, Smiley. Much obliged, Bella. Scuttle, scuttle, right. scuttle. <laughs> Alright, is Crisis wanting to do anything? No. Okay. I'm just chilling. Alright, no. so... <clears throat> Sigmund went to go see Axel. Axel, knock on the door. Uh, you're right. So, uh, unless Finn isn't doing anything, uh, Sigmund would find the twins sitting in their room at the inn, just talking, shooting the shit. Axel, do you mind if I, um, <clears throat> take a look at that sword of yours for a minute? Oh. He takes a quick look at Finn and he goes, uh, yeah, sure, sure. Uh, let me just go grab it real quick. You see, he kind of goes to, um, there's these, do these rooms have like a closet space? Or is everything just kind of... Not a closet space, more just like a, a standing wardrobe. Yeah. So he goes into the wardrobe, grabs his sword, puts it down on the bed and goes... Have at it. Uh, Sigmund is going to ritual cast Identify on. Okay. <clears throat> Do you have the pro By the way, I would, um... Yep. Sorry? Do you have the pearl required for identification? Oh, shoot. I don't think I do. Right, there's a 100 gold piece pearl, eh? Mm-hmm. Ritual? Yeah. Ritual cast still requires the material component. Doesn't require material components, I don't believe, does it? Mm-hmm. It doesn't require the spell slot. Oh, okay. It does still require the components. Fair enough. Yeah. By the way, um, Axe would have told Finn that Sigmund wants to look at the sword, and he would have gave him, like, a, like, here's the story that we're going by, if anyone asks. Right. Um, can I do an Arcana check on it? Yeah, go ahead. Roll Arcana. 24. You look it over, and it is very strange. It actually has absolutely no arcane markings on it at all. Um, so it's sentient. You're not too sure what's up with it. It's it's a very unique situation um, with a sword that has seemingly magical properties. At the very least, it's you've seen the ribbon uh, burst into embers a few times. And it does seem to be a strange sword, but it has no unique arconic uh, markings at all. It's a bit baffling to you. So, um, what's the story, Doc? Is it possible to run a religion check on it? Just to sure. see if I've heard it, it at sword fitting its description connected to any sort of deity, demon, or otherwise? Yeah, go ahead. Twenty-two. Okay. Give me a moment. Sigmund's a smart cookie. He is. No kidding. <clears throat> Just looking at something. Yeah, so <clears throat> this sword 
sounds like a few you've heard of before. Not by particular name, but the, the general design, uh, especially the related ember-like uh, features, you have heard tell of certain fiends wielding similar swords in the past, or even uh, individuals who have associated with fiends have had this sword, or similar ones. Hmm. He uh, swings the sword a couple of times like he's testing, hands it back to Axel. And goes, um, that's a, that's a well-made blade. Yeah. Hasn't done me wrong so far. Hmm. Sigmund's gonna go. Okay. <laughs> Just wordlessly goes. And on Here's a side note, five. as you swung it, um... The momentum was a little different from other swords you have handled in the past. It doesn't mm -hmm. have as much of a uh, singular direction uh, to to the momentum of the swing. It has a much more uh, smooth and almost curve-like momentum. So that when you go down, it almost feels like it wants to come right back up and continue swinging. It has a hmm. strange handle to it. <clears throat> Okay. Um, I'm gonna wait for Ford. him to leave the room mm -hmm. before I talk to Finn. Oh, Sigmund's already well, left. He, yeah, he's gone. Sigmund. Yeah. Leaves. Great. The Finn's immediately gonna he go. Looks what, tough. what the fuck was that? He to see the sword. I didn't really expect him to know much. It seems like he may have picked up a thing or two, but I don't think he's on us. You know? Right. Uh, okay. okay. Did you get a visit last night? Yeah, I fucking hate her. Yeah, me too. What the fuck are we doing? But if you want, if you want to get what we want, I know, I know. But holy shit, we just freed a fucking demon. We just there. freed a fucking demon. What the fuck? Oh my god. <laughs> I may seem calm right now, but trust me, I am in pants. Okay, good, because I am too. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I wasn't ready for this. I wasn't. This isn't what I expected. Well, I, I should have expected this. I think we should, both should have expected this. We were stupid not to have expected this. Fuck. Yeah, right. Also, he's picking around a bit too more my liking. I'm just trying to be pleasant right now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
This sucks. Yeah, not our, but it's not a shining moment for us. But we haven't had many of those, have we? As he kind of puts a hand on his shoulder. Well, how about a drink? I think we deserve it after everything. Yeah. Absolutely, definitely. The two of us will go downstairs. Okay. Right. So you both head uh, back down to the main floor of the tavern. <clears throat> Order up a couple drinks. Uh, they cost you a copper each, I believe it was. <clears throat> okay. Not altogether too expensive in this particular establishment. <clears throat> uh, you can see Durzna speaking with the researcher still in, in at their table. <clears throat> you sit down and just quietly drink amongst each other. And as you all go about some, some more business, uh, dusk approaches and the sun sets. Uh, the rest of you return. <clears throat> uh, partway through the day, the... Uh, Finn and Axel would have seen the researcher eventually get up and leave. You have no idea where to. And eventually you all uh, reconvene into the tavern. There's not ordering uh, a round of drinks and you all go over to the table once again to speak with him. Yay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So, you head over and you take your seats <clears throat> he passes out mugs to each of you <clears throat> sits for a moment just thinking leans forward a bit and... well seeing as you are all here once again I take this as <clears throat> you are interested in <clears throat> some further employment we have oh, a bit of a, um, would be correct, shall I say, tricky situation. Oh. <clears throat> Give me a moment. Just gonna take a drink. Ah, <clears throat> uh, yes. My four liter jug of iced tea. Oh, wonderful. I can hear the diabetes. I can hear the diabetes. <laughs> Am I the only one with a jug of water by their bed? No, yeah, I do too. Okay, thank God. I'm not in my bed. I'm at my computer. <clears throat> Anyways. I'm in the bed. <laughs> my computer's only about eight feet away from my bed. Three and a half feet away from my bed at the moment. Okay, so... <clears throat> well, well, uh, we're... Uh situation is well i would say similar to the current one that you just dealt with it is uh, a temple that had been found in the past we had sent researchers to they did their job they acquired all the information that they could came back and in the past i'd say month we had attempted to have them return to the temple to bring back a few items that we had deemed of interest and of, uh, shall we say, non-dangerous uh, removal properties. 
unfortunately, as they arrived, they reported that the temple had been overrun by strange creatures. Wonderful. So you want us to fight more demons, is what you're saying, right? Well, uh, I don't know if I would say demons. I'm... We are none too sure exactly what they are. The researcher was non-specific. Uh, what I would like, or what Sir Zed would like, is for you to go to the nearby town, uh, close to the temple, and meet with the researcher in question. <clears throat> A uh, gentleman by the name of Jack Daff. What is this uh, gentleman's description? Right now. Somewhat older, scholarly-looking individual, uh, receding gray hair, brown robes. Human? Yes. Very well. Would you perhaps be <clears throat> interested in this endeavor? We For do sure. not... In full disclosure, have the entire story. That's why we wish for you to go meet with Jack Daff first. We can manage it. Wonderful. We'll take it. Pay on this one. For the moment, pay is to be negotiated upon uh, completion of whatever task there is. Uh, um, I will have uh, Jack Duff give the full details. Uh, I am—I have not been filled in myself as to what they were to obtain. Uh, he has the original contract with him. Uh, payment of that contract uh, will be forfeit to you, along with whatever additional payment you require for what the task at hand entails. And uh, which town are we going to? The town of Haverden. Uh, three days journey east towards the tri-border. Very well. Right. Um, Sigmund knows where Haverden is. You actually had to pass through it on your way here. Yes, I did. Great. Well then, well, I guess that settles that. Line for this? Uh What's the end goal? Like, are we getting rid of these creatures? Are we just attaining the item? I assume this Jack Death will have our end crisis. <clears throat> well, yes, um, the, I... I would say, absolute end goal is to bring back the artifacts in question. Uh, whether you deem it necessary to kill the... Inhabiting creatures, or simply uh, purloin the items in question, is entirely up to your own discretion. Discretion. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> I do have a bit of business of my own to deal with here, but I should be able to uh, head my wave over to Haverdin in. Uh, uh, shall we say, a week's time. So I will be able to meet you there by the hopeful end of your endeavor, if not perhaps a day or two after. Uh, 
Okay. Fair enough. <clears throat> We're off then, gentlemen. Well, off tomorrow morning, I suppose. Is there anything we need to look out for on the way there? Any... We were attacked by specters last time, so... You know. Any information is good information. Fine, you guys can handle it. <laughs> well, I believe the current countryside has a few uh, orcs roaming around, perhaps some wolves. Uh, nothing too dangerous comes this too far south. Yeah, the road's not going to be dangerous. I'm more concerned about the temple. We have to go and search. Yes, the temple is quite uh, the concern at hand, which is why, due to your current exploits and success, we have, well, Sir Zed has deemed it appropriate to let you be offered this contract. Well, thank you. Pretty quick response time from Lord Zed, isn't there? Yes, well, uh, he has his own capabilities of immediate uh, communications. So, over again, this is a turn off. Awkward. <laughs> you know what's a turn on? Getting paid. Mm, gold. Gold me, daddy. <laughs> let's uh that was a missed opportunity let's let's, uh, <laughs> let's enjoy our final evening here in town for tonight gentlemen we'll leave at first light tomorrow morning sounds All good right. okay <clears throat> so with that Dersna excuses himself um, bringing his drink up to his own chambers and leaves you all for the evening you all sit for a little bit of time, finishing your drinks and slowly going up to each of your rooms. Right, right as he let he we see him go, up, go upstairs or leave, I just go, "Fuck that guy." <laughs> He's weird. Yeah, I don't really like this Lord Zed character. I don't really like this guy either. That's eh, the nobility. You don't have to like them. You just have to work around them. Right, just get paid. Exactly. Yeah, but sometimes you just want to like your employer, I assume. Eh, it's not nice. Necessarily. We've done a number. I did a massive. I have a feeling there's a might start to grow on us. Lord Zed, I'm not so sure about. Are you sure about that? Because it's really rough talking to this guy. Yeah. You know, it's, it's also really hard for me to keep my fucking mouth shut. You're so welcome. I, just, I would like everybody to know that I've been putting in the effort. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna pat myself on the back, and I think everybody else should pat me on the back too. I've, you know. Next time I have a available, it's yours. <laughs> I can't reach. God damn it. <laughs> well, I can't promise things I can't do. I, I appreciate you holding back because I have a feeling you would say something. That could get us thrown in jail. You, well, you, that that would be uh, accurate. So continue not doing that. <laughs> I, Smiley. Yes. 
Do you mind if I borrow your sword for the evening? By all means. Yes, I. Sword. And, uh... As, as, uh, he receives Smiley's sword, Sigmund will excuse himself evening and mm -hmm. go to his room. Okay. I'm planning on picking up a second one soon anyway. In the meantime, gentlemen, I'm going to see if I can find a way to not have to pay for my own night. Have a great night, boys. And, uh, Smiley goes off to another section of the bar to see if he can, uh, See if we can pick somebody up just to not have to pay for a room. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I'm gonna let him. Uh, that's actually pretty smart. So you're you're trying to do what now? He's trying to pick somebody up so he doesn't have to pay for his own room for the night. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Smiley's a smart man. He's not terribly picky either. <laughs> um, that's there's sad. not moderately attractive. <laughs> There's <laughs> a whole lot of people in here. Um, there's a few farmers. Um, you see the the carpenter from a few days prior uh, <laughs> drinking heavily. Um, there's uh, one dwarf woman uh, drinking with a couple other dwarves uh, in in one corner who are rather boisterous. And aside from that, the, the tavern's rather empty. That sounds like my kind of people right there. <laughs> even if even if Smiley doesn't pick up from this, I'm sure they'll be able to party well into the morning and he'll crash on one of the floors. Alright. That's my <coughs> kind of people right there. So Lex Gimli. You know you guys know you, exactly what I'm talking about. You you walk over to their table and they are just like boisterous as hell. They are laughing loud, telling stupid jokes. Um, they are just really, really boisterous. And as you walk over, one of the ma the the dwarf men, who has this weird um, reverse mohawk going on, the center of his head is bald, but it's like just infinite mutton chops. Oh my god! And they're like. They are ginger beyond ginger. He has a ruddy red nose and just, as you walk over, swings his tankard, splashing ale, and goes, Ah, look, it's a half-elf. What are you doing over here? <laughs> You're so scrawny. <laughs> oh. <coughs> and at that, the, the other three just burst out laughing. Well, I was coming over here to buy you guys another round, but I guess uh, we're throwing around insults already. I guess we're I guess we're better friends than I thought. <laughs> another right. a, another dwarf. This one just covered in hair, practically a, a miniature Sasquatch. <laughs> Slams his tanker down to the table and goes, "Aye, that's what I'm talking about. Free drinks, right? Bring me another round." Chugs his tankard, slams it back down. Shit, lad! Alright, so, uh, obviously, Smiley's now in it to get shit-faced more than anything. Okay. <laughs> so he, he, waves he waves over at the bartender says, I want three of whatever, four of whatever they're having, and then four of whatever's strongest. Oh. And then he looks each of them dead in the eyes, lingering on the lady for a second, and goes, tonight... We're getting fucked. 
<laughs> she looks you dead in the eye. <clears throat> chugs her tankard without breaking eye contact and goes, Bring it on, skinny man. Ooh. And she is like dirty blonde with a heavy braid and just a full-on but short-cropped beard smiling right. at you with foam all over her face and <laughs> <laughs> uh, barkeep brings over this massive platter puts down other ales hands you your uh, your four tankards all of which look relatively the same and goes good luck and walks off <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> um, the last dwarf <clears throat> who is um, completely bald and has a very very long tangled beard um, oh, dark many, dark brown how there's many one female dwarf and three male dwarves there oh never mind make that, uh, that I meant for that to be six of, what, of whatever they had okay so you he brings up all the drinks there's one for each of them and two for me. Yep. As, one of them starts talking, I'm assuming. Yep. Um, okay. One of them, he actually hand. slaps you on the back and goes, All right, drink up. You've got to catch up with us. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Before, as he's saying this, I've already left my hand out. Like, you guys know the archer thing where he shushes people while he's drinking? Yeah. Yeah. He's, I'm already doing that as he's like starting to talk. I've already got half, I'm already halfway through the first one. Roll a constitution save. Table and said, well, what the fuck are you guys going to drink? And then pick up the other and get started. Make a constitution save. Even if I puke from this, it's worth it. <laughs> Fifteen. Fifteen. You down that mug real good. <clears throat> it is strong as hell. It is bitter as hell. <clears throat> And you feel a little bit of that fire as that last drop goes in. <clears throat> Slam the tankard down. You see them all just kind of eyeing you quietly for a second before bursting out into laughter. The the one the bald one with the big big brown beard slaps you on the back and goes, That's what I'm talking about. Starts drinking his mug. <clears throat> Alright, so now we continue to party. Okay. Yep. Fade to the next scenario, I guess. Because I don't want to take up too much time. <laughs> So, roll one last constitution save. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Um, you get through another two tankards before you don't remember the rest of the night. <laughs> Sounds good. I'm okay with that. I gotta go grab my delivery. I'll be right back. Yep. <clears throat> so... The rest of you do fall asleep well enough. Uh, the tavern is relatively soundproof, and you only hear a little bit of the, the din happening below, and eventually fall to sleep, waking the, the next I, morning relatively well, I, well rested. I follow the twins into their room and, like, crawl under the bed or something. <laughs> yes! I'll see him doing this. I'm attempt to stealth. <laughs> okay, rolls for stealth. 
23! <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, hang on, am I rolling perception here? Sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys uh, did not notice. I'm so sneaky, you guys! <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> You, oh you oh are boy. none the wiser. <laughs> this is going to be an awkward morning. <laughs> it's going to be great. <laughs> so, the next morning, you all awake. Uh, Sigmund is yes, going to... Yes, what is Sigmund to... doing with the sword? Yeah, Sigmund, uh, before he goes to bed, he lays it out on the floor on top of a, a nice cloth and... Um, he starts pulling out his tinker tools and he starts working on it a little bit here and a little bit there, kind of doing some stuff, speaking some words over the sword. And uh, he uses one of his item infusions to make the sword a plus one plus one sword. Oh! Ooh. Damn! Is that permanent? Until I use my infusion. Since it's the oldest infusion, it's going to go first. Solid. I'll take it. Um, opposed to bonuses. And as he wakes up in the ne the next morning, he double checks, can you know notices a, a little bit of the enchantment tip and taps it with a hammer from the small hammer, seeing that it goes back to the fully covering the sword. He's satisfied with his work. He nods and brings it down to breakfast. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of Galdercast. This episode featured Dan as Alaric Smiley Grin, Jaden as Axel Auschgear, Sadie Bennett as Finn Auschgear, Tanya as Crisis the Kobold, Kevin as Sigmund Drakram, and Sean as Dungeon Master. If you enjoyed the episode, consider leaving us a like, comment, or review, as well as share the episode to help others find our podcast. If you want to know when new episodes come out, you can always follow us on Podbean, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, and Stitcher under Galdercast. You can also find us on Twitter at Galdercast for future episodes and possible channel updates, news, or other notifications. Thanks again, and we'll see all you crows in the next episode of our adventure.